So what's the fucking point in all of this? This is where we've got to now. This We're in the penultimate, penultimate chapter of the book, of this phase of the book, the transform, which is the R for reunite. And this is where we get to. What is the point? What are, where, where are we going? We're going back to the beginning to come to the end and bringing it all together. If you've watched or listened to these episodes all the way through the summary of the chapters of the book, you will have heard me talk a few times about karate kid training. And this is where it does all start coming together. This is for anyone who hasn't seen the karate kid. The analogy is that a guy moves to a, a schoolboy moves to moves to a new town, starts getting bullied, goes to see an old fella who he asks to teach him karate. And the old fella starts getting him to paint his fences and wax his cars and sweep his floors. And at some point this lad says, what are you doing? I wanted to learn karate. And the old guy says to him, you have been learning karate. You just didn't realize. And then the, you know, the end of the movie is him showing how he learned karate and then wins a big tournament. That's what this work is often like. It's why I like that analogy. We can be doing different things along the way. We're learning how to wax cars. We're learning how to paint fences and it's not until we start bringing it together that you start to realize the impact it can have on your life. So this part of the work, the reunite, it's all about talking about the multiple personality work that we've talked about in the past. So if you've never watched or listened to any of my episodes talking about our multiple personalities, this will make no sense to you. So the, the best thing you can do is pause this and go back and watch or listen to the relevant episodes. I will put uh, links below this episode and I will put links at the end of the episode on YouTube so you can see. But the very, you know, the very short summary of that work we've done is that we are not just one person. There are lots and lots of different elements to us. There are lots of different personalities that we've developed over the years. And we develop those because from a young age, to going back to the emotional repression stuff we've talked about, we have been learning that a part of us is not acceptable. A part of us is not good enough. And therefore we create these adaptations in order to repress the parts we don't like and to deal with the world that we've born into. It leads to a quote that I love, which is where loads of this work traces back to the psychologist Carl Jung. And he says this line, which is perfect, which is I'd rather be whole than good. And what that traces back to is all the same stuff. What we've, what we've created by going through this all of these adaptations in our life is we've created a version of us, of us that isn't whole. It's split off. We've created these adaptations, as I say, and that's because we're trying to be good all the time by doing all of the emotional work, by accepting our emotions, by processing them properly, by understanding that there are no such thing as negative emotions. We can then stop trying to be good all the time and instead become a whole version of us. And that's ultimately the purpose of the multiple personality work. Where we get to is, and as if you, if you, if you, if you followed this all the way through, we get all of these characters, we get a whole cast list of all these different parts of us. And then we realize once we've been through how they've been created and why, we realize that we like some of them and we dislike some of them. And that's the most important part of it. We get right to the end of this work. If you were doing this, if you're doing this going through the book, sort of step by step through the exercises or working with me one-on-one -on -one, this ends up being a huge exercise with and we end up with a nice big spreadsheet with all your characters all their different traits their triggers their needs 
human emotional needs that they meet, the practical needs they meet, and then whether you ultimately like or dislike each one. The kicker in this work is the key are the parts of us we don't like. So this ties into loads of the alternative or the traditional personal development and self-help worlds and the bits where people tell you to look into a mirror and tell yourself you love yourself and tell yourself you're good enough and that'll make your life better. Now, don't get me wrong. I may have said this before. I have got nothing against any other parts of personal development or self-help worlds if they do what they're meant to do and they help you. So whatever it is, whether it's look in the mirror and telling yourself you're great or standing in the back garden with your bucket in a head, with your head in a bucket, I don't care. If it helps your life and it makes you feel better, great. Do it. Tell other people about it. At the end of the day, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Everybody who changes their life becomes evangelical about the thing that they use to change their life. It's why you've got some people advocating the tell yourself you're gorgeous in a mirror and some people advocating ice baths and breathing methods. That's what they use to change their lives. So they believe in it. No different to me. I believe in the stuff I've done. The difference with a lot of the stuff I talk about is this isn't for me about you copying what I've done and only copying that stuff. For me, it's find whatever it is that works for you and do that. So if looking in the mirror and telling yourself you're great and you're good enough and you love yourself works, fantastic. My problem with that, and this is something I found and the people I work with tend to agree with, is that if you stand in the mirror and tell yourself, tell yourself you love yourself, tell yourself you're good enough, what tends to happen is you get this little voice whispering at you and the voice whispering at you is the dark sides of your personality in your subconscious, the bits that you've been ignoring and repressing. So on your list of multiple personalities, it's the ones you don't like. It's easy to stand and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you when you're talking to the bits of yourself you already like it's much more difficult to do that to the parts that you don't like. So the counterintuitive part of this work is the freedom, the contentness, the peacefulness comes from the contentment. Contentness is not really a word, is it? It comes from looking at the darkest parts of us, looking at the personalities that we wish weren't there until we do this work and figuring out why they're there, learning to love them, learning to be grateful for them, and then learning how the real version of us, little Paul, little you, can do the things healthily and consciously that those other personalities were created to deal with. Does that make sense? As I say, if you've not heard me talk about multiple personalities before, this won't make much sense at all. So it's important to go back and listen to the other stuff. So what loads of people will say to me is, well, how can I possibly learn to love the parts of me that I don't like? There are parts of me when I've done this work that I've realized are really destructive. So let me share with you one of my key characters throughout all of this. And so in my old life, I used to suffer a lot with rage, outbursts of rage. Again, there's a, an episode from last year about anger and rage, and it's a hugely important topic worth going back over if you've heard it or listened to it or watched it before. If you've never seen that episode or listened to it, I highly recommend you go back and, and go over it. It is gold dust. It's really important, especially if you suffer with rage issues. And when I say rage, I mean, I used to get to points in my life where I would throw a glass at a wall during an argument. I once smashed a guitar on the floor. I broke my own hand punching a wall. This rage would just burst out of me. And that happened because I was repressing my anger. So when I started doing this multiple personality work, one of the characters I wrote on my list was a character that I named Bane. 
which is the big baddie in the third of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Big character, full of rage, full of just aggression and explosive anger. Um, so I wrote down all of, all of his character traits and as I say, he was aggressive, he was rageful, he was frightening, he was intimidating. What would trigger him to come on the mic? Well, what would trigger him to come on the mic would be if I've repressed my anger for too long. I've been building all this stuff up inside me. You'll see if you go back to that episode, I talk about a bucket. Rage is the manifestation of repressed anger. Anger is a healthy emotion. Rage is an unhealthy manifestation of if you, if you repress this healthy emotion for too long. So think of a bucket filling up with water. And every time you repress or suppress your anger, it fills up a little bit with water. And then you get to the end of that bucket and it's full. And if you've ever experienced rage or seen anybody experience rage, you will notice that this, when it overflows, when the trigger happens, it can be anything because all it takes is any little thing that makes the bucket overflow. And what lots of people will do, as people in my old life would do, is they would equate the last thing that happened with the rageful outburst and say, well, they're, they're out of sync. They don't, it doesn't make sense that you would react like that's one thing, but that's not what's happening at all. What's happening is you're reacting to thousands of things that have happened. You've suppressed anger around and then it's overflowed. That's when Bane would come on the mic for me. That's what he would do. And then he would be, be the out pouring of this emotion so what i had to do was understand why he exists why did he exist why did i create him in the first place remember we created all these personalities subconsciously so i created bane because i didn't know how to handle my anger properly i didn't know how to process anger i didn't know how to express anger it was not something i was ever taught i was a people pleaser it, this is something that runs throughout families throughout society it is very very common so Bane existed to help me. If you think about your characters all standing on a stage, put them in a, in a line, little me gets, his, gets the mic. And the question is, can you deal with this anger? And I say, nope. And I pass it to the next character. And all the characters that I like, Kopi, the exuberant ones, the funny ones, they're not interested in helping me deal with anger. So they just pass the mic on. And that mic gets passed down and down and down until we realize there's nobody dealing with this stuff. And the control deck in my head says, right, will create this destructive character and he'll help you deal with it. So one of the things I recommend to all the people I work with is, and this I appreciate this sounds crazy at first, and it would sound crazy to me. I often laugh at the thought of going back and me now going back in time and speaking to me from five years ago. The me from five years ago would be saying to the me from now, you've lost your mind, mate. I don't know what happens between between five th this point in time and five years in the future, but something bad has happened and you've gone nuts. And I'd be saying to him, do you know what's funny though, mate? You're the one who's depressed and suicidal and I'm golden. Like I love my life. So I appreciate it sounds insane when you first hear it. The kicker with it is that the more you get into it, actually the more sense it makes. And it becomes that it, it turns into the fact that it makes more sense than the way we used to think about this stuff. So I started getting into the habit of, and that's why we name these characters and we start to personify them because then you can talk to them. And you can ask them questions, literally ask them questions. So I'd go to bed at night and I would ask my subconscious a question. I'd say, I don't understand why you exist. Why does this character Bane exist in my life? What, what has he ever done for me? And one night I got these answers and the answer was a bit like what we've just touched on. I helped you process stuff that you weren't processing anywhere else. 
And one of the kickers to that, because I, I said back to that, but the way you did it was so unhealthy. Like it was destructive. It caused problems in our lives, in our relationship. And he said back to me, I get it. I know. I didn't say it was a good solution. I was created because no one else, neither the real Paul, little Paul, or any of your other characters, no one would deal with this for you. So I was created to just come up with a solution. I didn't say it was a good solution. If you want a better solution, do it yourself. I was just sorting it out for you. And one of the kickers in this, again, is that we assume that without our dark characters, without the parts of us we don't like, that life would be better. And I said that. I said, well, surely there was no need for it. Life would have been better without you. And he said, yeah, that's what you think. But he said, you are not considering what would have happened if I didn't exist. And I was like, I don't get what you mean. And he said, you don't know who the next character in line was after me. If nobody dealt with all of this repressed and suppressed anger inside you, and I wasn't there to just let it out somehow as like an express valve, you don't know what the next character was. And I said, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. What was the next character? And he said, the next character was the one that wanted to kill you. You wanted to commit suicide. So without me being there to let out this pressure, you wouldn't even be here. And in that moment, I went from not liking this character, this part of me, to being more grateful for it than anything else I could have been grateful for in my life. Because that character saved my life. If it wasn't for him letting out this emotion, I might not be here today. So all of a sudden, it, when you can picture it, it's like picturing a part of your family. All of a sudden I go from, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't like this part of me to Jesus. Like, thank you. Give me a hug. Right. And bear in mind, let's go back to the taking responsibility, the karate kid training, bringing everything together. It's my responsibility. Because if I'd have been dealing with all of my anger properly to begin with, I wouldn't have needed Bane. I wouldn't have had a rage character. Since I started doing this work, he's disappeared. Why? Because I take responsibility for my own anger now. I, whenever I feel anger, I process it. Going back to previous episodes, I accept, I allow, I process it. I have lots of different techniques I use that have built up over the years. It takes practice because we're reprogramming stuff that's been there for decades. So it takes practice and it takes work. But by doing that, what happens is now I've taken responsibility. I don't need him. And this is all part of this. So the, the way I like to think of it is at this stage, we've got our team together. They've all got their skills. They've all added different things to our life, but they were all created when we were children pretty much or in our, in our years gone by. Well, now if we want to take control of our lives, we need to take control of it consciously. Remember previously the microphone has been passed around all these characters subconsciously. And that's what usually why they've been dealing with our needs in an unhealthy way. So what we want to do now is do it in conscious ways. So I, the way I think of it is we take our whole cast of characters to the mountains, like in a Rocky movie, and we do a training camp and we say to each of them, look, you teach me the skills I need. You teach the real me the skills I need to look after this situation in real life. And then you can retire. Because bear in mind, the characters like Bane, they don't want to do this job. It's a shitty job. No one likes doing that job. No one likes throwing a glass at a wall or punching a wall and breaking their own hand. It's a shitty job. They want to retire. So what we want to do is retire them, let them become consultants to help us along in life. But we take responsibility. So with Bane, what did that look like? 
Well, I learned how to deal with my anger in healthy ways. I learned how to process my anger and accept it and allow it. It's a perfectly normal, healthy emotion, whether that's through free writing exercises or going out into, in, a, in a car where no one can hear me and screaming to let energy out, whatever it is, I deal with my anger. So then the mic never gets passed to Bane. I deal it with myself. There's another way, there's another example to give on the lighter end of the scale. So Kopi, who was the outgoing personality that the I developed because I was shy and introverted and I needed an extrovert character. He would largely be associated with drink and I would get drunk and he would do things like sing karaoke. Well, what's a practical way? The practical need he was meeting for me was doing all of these things that I was too shy to do. Well, guess what? The way to overcome that is to slowly build up my own confidence, my own self-esteem in doing things sober. So then I slowly got him to train me. Okay, let's sing karaoke sober and understand that nothing happens. It's no different to singing drunk. Nobody else knows how much alcohol is in your system when they're watching you sing. You're actually not any better a singer. You're probably worse when you're drunk than you are when you're sober. So once you get over all these things, and again, you go back to all the stuff we've done, processing your emotions, understanding it's okay to be nervous if you get up and sing in front of people, understanding that you're going to have emotions that you're not used to dealing with when you do that. You might have some excitement, definitely nerves. Once we can do that, we can start to meet those needs that those other characters used to meet for us in healthy ways. And what that means is we no longer need those characters to do things. That is a short summary of what is a quite a complex topic. And as I say, to, you, to understand it fully, you need to go through it all together. Where it leads us to at the end is stories we tell ourselves about who we are. This is ultimately where you get to, where you can start saying, instead of saying very definite black and white things like, I am lazy, I am laid back, I am outgoing, you can start seeing the different parts of you for what they really are. So you can start saying, yeah, well, you know, sometimes I am lazy and that's okay. Sometimes I am a pain in the ass and that's okay. Sometimes I am fun and that's okay. The important thing is understanding that we are whole. And it's, it's okay to be whole. It's okay to have all of these different aspects of our personality. And we don't have to repress the parts of us that we've been taught are bad, the parts that want to feel sorry for ourselves, the parts that feel jealous of other people, the parts that are lazy. These are all just normal parts of human life. And the, the real kicker to this is when you can really face that stuff and when you can see it for what it is, it actually drifts away more. It's the repression and the suppression of parts of us that we don't like that causes all the problems. So bringing it all together like this actually leads us to a place where we feel more content, we feel more at peace, and that spreads to how we see the entire world, not just ourselves. I hope that makes sense. It is a quick run through of all that stuff. As always, if you want the free chapters, go to paulsevencopecom slash free chapters. That's it. If you enjoyed it, share it with someone. I'll see you on the next episode.